Shut up. Eric's got Don't his say a word. Eric's got his cheeks packed with cheese and crackers like a like a chipmunk. Like a chipmunk. I got got shit coming out my shirt, you know. Like (laughs) they said, I could have all I wanted. (laughs) Well, hello and welcome to PHP Ugly episode one (laughs) twenty nine. I'm your host John Congdon. With me in person is Eric Van Johnson. I can touch you. You can. I thought we were going to record from the bed, but you said no. I said no the moment you said that the clothes were staying on, of course. Oh. It seemed pointless to be in bed with my clothes on. True. I don't, don't understand. Sorry. <laughs> Should we introduce the other guy over there? Well, he's not no. here in the hotel with us. Oh, that's true. Thomas Rideout. Hey! Sorry you're not here with us. We invited you. Uh, yeah, that didn't Why happen. Why aren't actually. you here, Thomas? I'm, I'm at home, uh, wrestling teenagers and teenage problems. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a blast. So we are recording. The listeners asked for it, and we said, you know what? We're giving it to them. They want us to record earlier on the East Coast, so John and I flew out to the East Coast just to record for you guys in your time zone. You're welcome, East Coasters. This is your Patreon money at work. <laughs> Right. Not. I mean, you know, we 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 only had enough Patreon money for one ticket, so John had to fly in the luggage. But it was I got here. Yeah, that's all that matters. Everybody's here. That's all. That's important. The low pressure air is good for his heart. <laughs> all right. So we are recording a little early this week because John and I are in Ashburg, Virginia. Is it Ashburg? Is it Ashburg? I don't know. I'm going with Ashburg, Virginia. All I know is it's like right outside the Dulles Airport. Yeah, we we attended PHP World this week, which has been entertaining. So, Thomas. Yeah, no, back. I'm. A gr- I, are you with us? I am. I didn't. I didn't attend it, so I don't. I don't have like a comment on it. So, uh, I mean, you know, John and I, we've been hanging out all week, so I mean, <laughs> kind of sick of talking. To we this don't guy. really have a whole lot to say to each other. If you want to pipe in at any moment, uh, that would be helpful. Eric, you. Uh, you did the, the duties of editing the podcast last week. How'd that go? Oh, that was a dirty edit. Yeah, why? Did somebody complain? No, I, I, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, oh, I was leading, okay. I was leading into the, the, the reason why. Oh, um, yeah. So, so unfortunately, um, I guess you had some system malfunction issues. And Thomas reached out to me. Basically on Monday, my last day in San Diego, as we had a bunch of stuff happening, uh, and asked uh, for was it Monday or Sunday? I don't know. Anyways, asked me to record to edit the podcast. I'm like, I don't really have time to do it, so I ended up cheating. I ended up just grabbing the stream off of YouTube, which is what I typically do for Lair Chat, and I just I just sliced that together real quick because. Oh, yeah, that's right. Last week it was just you and I, and you actually had an issue recording. (laughs) You had had to end up making two recordings. Ran out of disk space during the recording. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, So I luckily got the the audio sorted out. But, but yeah, then on Saturday I was watching a YouTube video, and in the middle of uh, Hank Green talking to me about science, the screen went pink. And the audio went. Yes. 
almost never good. Yeah. Um, so diagnosing it for the next three days, the boot SSD I was using is dead, the video card is dead, and the motherboard is dead. What in the world did you do with that thing? <laughs> it was just a mass suicide, apparently. It, yeah. <laughs> Your poor laptops was like, we're all taking our lives. Well, no, so this, is my, this was my desktop. Um, I've had... I have a laptop that I use exclusively for work stuff. It's really cordoned off, um, except for Synergy, which lets me use the same mouse and keyboard between the two. But mm-hmm. it's work-only stuff. Um, I don't do any Reddit browsing or YouTube videos or anything. And, and that was all you I was... You just use it strictly for porn. Yeah, strictly for porn. <laughs> uh, the desktop is older than my children. Uh, I had pieced it together... In, in the area of 11 years ago. and Wow. Obviously upgrading components along the way. A, a little bit along the way, but time. it was a very high-end system when I built it. Um, it it's not anymore. It's uh, trash now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it had been on its last legs for a while. I had bought uh, an exhaust fan to uh, alleviate CPU overheating, and then a second exhaust fan to alleviate video card overheating. So it sounded like a jet engine, uh, which did make sleeping in my bedroom after it broke more difficult because I had just grown so accustomed to it. Um, but yeah, it, it it definitely died a horrible death. Uh, <laughs> I was able to get the important data off of it through a lengthy, lengthy recovery process. But uh, oddly enough, it was the same day that... I received my brand new laptop for my work and got cables for that to hook up to my monitors. So I'm now running my brand new laptop as my desktop machine in my desktop machine's place and using my old laptop to continue doing my work stuff and get my new laptop up to speed with work. And yeah, it's, it was uh, quite a trip to lose all of my media, all of my games. So are, are you all Windows now? I'm all uh, Ubuntu now, 18.04. Oh, all Ubuntu now. Yeah, that was my Windows machine, Windows 7. So what, what's the new one you get? Was it a IBM? Was it a ThinkPad or a System76? HP. HP, yeah. Yeah, uh, 64 HP gigs of RAM. Nice. You know, I'm doing development in Chrome. I've got to got to have that extra memory space. <laughs> I have 64 gigs in my desktop, and I just don't feel like I get 64 gigs worth of performance out of it. I agree. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I'm I'm very happy with it. It's nice and quick. It's sleek. It's using a, a USB-C dock, so I've got the the dock sitting completely elsewhere on the desk from where the laptop is right now. Mm-hmm. Um. And everything's plugged straight into the dock instead of into the... It's very nice. I like, I like the USB-C stuff. Cool. Uh, and since, since I'm sort of using it as my personal machine now, I've actually taken the effort to do all of the Linux customization stuff that I hadn't done since I was 18 years old. Getting the, the nice transparent screens and animations and all the effects working. Uh, one of the big ones was my mute button. So I have a yeah. I have a button I, I had on my Windows machine a button where I could just mute my mic instantly. Uh, doing that in Ubuntu was a little more difficult 
Uh, I had you figured it out, I hope. Yeah, I had to write a uh, bash <laughs> script that would toggle the ALSA mixer, and then I used xbind keys to call the bash command, and the bash mm-hmm. command sends a notification message so that I get a little pop-up on my screen that says, you've muted the mic or you've unmuted the mic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's nice. nice. Getting, that, so. getting that full-time... Linux thing back in my in my hands. It's very uh, satisfying. So no more gameplay, right? No more. No league of, league of extraordinary rocket cars or whatever it is you play. No, that's my. That's, c- not, his, that's not his other machine. Yeah, living room. that's my living room machine. Yeah, oh. I still plenty of Rocket League, baby. <laughs> hey, what's everybody been up to this week? We've had a rough week. We had a rough week. Just, just. Issues. We had AWS issues this week, so that that was fun. Always fun trying to talk. Our AWS issues were so extreme. We actually engaged AWS support, and and we went through levels of levels hours. I didn't know that support. was such a thing. Yeah, yeah we yeah. kept getting different departments jumping in. At the end, we had two people, two different departments. And let, let's be clear: they all absolutely knew what they were talking about. I mean, they were all top level support people. They were flying through the issues, the, tr- the troubleshooting steps and, and everything that could be wrong. They were just flying through it. It just We just had some weirdness going on in our AWS environment and even the specialists. It, it boiled down to our auto-scaling uh, stuff and even the auto-scaling uh, specialists who stayed on the phone with us, like I said, for hours was just, you know, trying, just working through it and just like, okay, that's not right. Let's see why that's happening Finally, it was uncheck this one box and try again. Yeah. Well, basically, it was rebuild the configuration and you know, let's uh, let's start unchecking things. But but yeah, it was. I tell you, man, AWS support is, is pretty top notch. I, I have no no complaints. But I I do. It is so stressful when that environment goes down and, and you can't get it up. And you got clients just bitching the things are down, wondering how long it's going to be before they're back up. Mm. Was not fun. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so glad I'm not in operations. I know, I know. I, I tell you, it's not a pretty world to be, be in. And the toughest thing about us is, you know, everybody is, we're all developers. I mean, we do operations because out of necessity, but it's nobody's full-time position. It's nobody's focus. And, yeah, it's tough, man. And then on top of that, we had another issue today with a billing issue, which just... Yeah, unfortunately, that was that was human error on on our part. So, you say our yeah. part like you don't want people to know it was your part. <laughs> well, here's the here's the the sad and funny thing. It happened to us what a year ago. Yeah, about yeah, maybe, maybe a little more. And I immediately wrote a a fix a so patch. that so that when it happened again, and I opened a pull request. Yeah, guess what? It was still open. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm like when when our lead developer came back to us and, and explained to us the situation, I was I responded. I'm like that that couldn't be. John wrote a patch a year ago so that that wouldn't happen. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you mean this PR? <laughs> it's See, like still sitting out. You there. should have stopped yourself at John wrote a PR. <laughs> That's true. You oh, know, yeah. you know those we things get accepted ha- like lightning quick. We do have one PR just just as a 
as just part of celebration. We have one PR from John that we we keep open. That's probably going on two years now. We're trying to we're trying to we're trying to beat his record of having how long a PR has been open with other clients. Well, I mean, isn't his current record three years? No, yeah, we we're not close yet. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna take it's gonna take some time. <laughs> so, but yeah, we had a good time. Uh, you know, despite all that, uh, we had a good time at the conference. Um, I it, actually I won a door prize. I get to come back to the PHP World next year for free. You nice. couldn't have won anything like valuable, like the switch they were giving away. But you know, whatever. He, he got tickets. So John will be I, back. I told him the tickets cost more than the switch. <laughs> I can go buy a switch now. Eric, yeah, try to scalp those tickets. See how that work, works out for you. So Eric doesn't. Eric doesn't understand the, the cost-value relationships between things. Yeah, yeah. John knows this. <laughs> He's all about the things. John knows. I I see something. I'm like John. I want to. It happened today. I told John. I'm like John. There's something I want to buy. <laughs> John's like, what now? We can't talk about that though. That's that's secret. This is okay. The secret that we're keeping from Tom. No, no, no. That's that's another secret. Ah. No, yeah, we have we have multiple secrets cool. we're keeping from you right now. The, the other one you'll the other one will, will be coming out soon. Very soon. Yeah, the the contract signed. Like we could talk about it, but we're we still want to put a little put some bows on things. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's gonna be cool. I'm very excited about it. Super excited. It's a, it's a product, so it's it's gonna be fun. Do you guys? It's gonna uh, be fun. Did you guys see the announcement for Laracon? I did. How do you feel about that? New York City, man. New York City. So oh. Laracon 2019 was going to be held in New York City. Uh, it was it was in Chicago this year. It was New York last year. Um, of the year. Was it the year before? No, it was last no, year. No, it was last year. Yeah. yeah. It was New York last year, Chicago this year, and they're going back to New York. And I tell you... At New York, man, that carries a hefty price tag, and on top of it, the price of the conference is not exactly cheap. And those, I still stand by my statement that those facilities that they have out there, like the theaters, they're beautiful theaters. They're great for two-hour plays, but they're not designed for you know six hundred geeks to sit there for eight hours a day. Now, what is the venue uh, this year? Is the the PlayStation Theater, yeah, yeah, and I guess so I Taylor know. got uh, Taylor got one of the big LED billboards for Laracon. Yeah, what is that? What's that going to do? Is, I don't know. What, what's it, what's it going to show? Laracon. Okay, I mean, I mean, it's cool. I'm not going to. No, it's, hey, if I it's could really get cool. Dev, yeah, if I could get the Dev uh, logos flashed up on a New York City billboard, I would definitely do it. I mean, it's definitely awesome, but I just. Can't like imagine the, the cost of that. The people, the people who would be who would appreciate it are going to be in the conference if that's what it's showing. <laughs> you know, so a bunch of random people on the street are going to look up and go, well, "What's that?" I don't know. It's, I think that's it's, I think that's the point though uh, with advertising is when people see yeah. it, they go, "I wonder what that is." Yeah, but that's that's if it, if they could go to it, like you know what I mean. I mean, it's like it's a Laravel conference happening at that time. It's not like. They're going to go home and say, "Hey, honey, I saw this billboard ad. I think I'm going to go to this conference tomorrow." It's, that that won't happen. I don't. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it is during the event. I think it's before the event. Okay. All right. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I, I, More power to them. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's cool and all, but 
it's that's just turns into such an expensive expensive trip. I I don't see me I don't see me doing that next year. I would it would as much as I love New York, I'd go back to New York. But then to add the additional cost of the conference on top of it would that's a hard sell for the wife. Uh, and I'm and I'm talking about John here. <laughs> Uh, yes, the only man that Eric will share a hotel bed with. <laughs> Better be the only man. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. That, that freaked me out for a minute. I almost thought that was here. That's funny. <laughs> Who the hell's in our room? <laughs> for listeners of the show, uh, if you're not watching the video stream, uh, you know, we're, we're in a different set of John and I are in a hotel room. We're, we're in the same room. And, you know, we're watching Thomas, and Thomas's wife walked behind him, and it com- completely disoriented me. I thought somebody was in our room behind us, and it freaked me the hell out. Yeah. I mean, that was like well, a horror there she movie. Is again. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was like that, that, that girl comes out of the television screen. I'm not saying your wife is not attractive or anything. It's just the way it all happened. It's like, what's going on? Who is this person in our room? Yeah, you can tell I'm recording early tonight because uh, you can hear one of my sons downstairs screaming at Fortnite, my daughter downstairs screaming at her best friends, and my son upstairs using the bathroom every five minutes. (laughs) I can't hear any of that, but thank you. Yes, yes, if it makes you feel any better, none of it's coming through the feed. I'll make sure sure it pops in the final edit. (laughs) So I got to experience... You know, my, well, that's not exactly true. You didn't so say anything it snowed, yet. It's, it snowed here today. It snowed oh, here today. Oh, nice. And yeah, it was nice. They, they mentioned yesterday at the conference, they're like, hey, they're calling for snow tomorrow. I'm like, oh, man, that's, yeah, that's cool. So I woke up, I woke up like six, six in the morning and, Eric's and like super a little excited. kid opened up. I his, haven't done yeah, coke in years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was nice to, to be somewhere where it snowed. I mean... I wasn't going to say it's been years for me, but I, I I do think I see the snow every year. I mean, as weird as it sounds, in San Diego, to get to the snow during the winter can be as short of a drive as a 45-minute drive up to this uh, place called Julian. Um, if you want to go skiing, Big Bear is only like a two-hour drive or a, mm-hmm. a little little bit more. If you want so pie, Julian the, is the best. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to snow in San Diego isn't that hard, but to kind of be somewhere and it snow on you is, it's been a while since that's happened. So it was cool. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the snow. I enjoyed the cold, cold weather. Yeah, my uh, my kids had a snow day on Monday and that was super. Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound so convincing. Got lots of work that, that, done. That was very convincing. It's very <laughs> peaceful. Nobody. Did, did, did they help fighting. you do some coding? No. No, they didn't. I, they still. Only my oldest son has accidentally seen the website I work on. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Was that by accident, or was it take take your kid to work? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was by accident, in case CPS is listening. (laughs) Uh, Jeez. I'm sure all the the kids know then. Yeah, but they forget quickly. Uh, yeah. They just—they generally just know that uh, they're not allowed to be in the room while I'm working. Oh boy, yeah. I have uh, parental controls on my son's 
uh, computer, so it mm. shuts off automatically at 10 o'clock, but uh, it's not yet 10 o'clock here, so he's, uh, he's screaming quite a bit, <laughs> driving me crazy. <laughs> Are your headphones not noise-canceling? No, they're closed back, so it's, it should work well, but it, what it ends up doing is it takes the small sounds I hear and makes me think they're huge explosions in the house. So every couple minutes, I'm ducking out to see what just exploded and who's crying. Um, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, I, I throw noise-canceling headphones on. I can't hear anything. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I, I'm at the point now where I almost am uncomfortable when I'm trying to record if I don't have my headphones on. Even if everybody is out of the house, I still put my headphones on. Because you still hear, like, buzzings and stuff. It's not even that. It's, it's almost like having that pressure on my head at that point. Mm. It just feels weird. Just yeah, can't record PHP ugly without feeling you're like your head's been squeezed a little bit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> kind of feeling weird right now. <laughs> Headphones in my ear uh, or I earbuds. Mean, I mean, you know, this this is feeling really weird. Like this is the closest we've been in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's <laughs> believing that. All right, you want to hear a funny uh, a funny funny story? I do. We uh, we fly out here to. Uh, to PHP World, we leave San Diego and we have a layover in Detroit. And it turns out our plane is like landing, and basically the plane that we have to connect to is boarding, or we think it's boarding. So John and I, first thing, Detroit Airport. I don't know how bad the city of Detroit is. Their airport is pretty freaking awesome, and it's huge. It's massive. John and I are like running through the airport. We're jumping on trains. <laughs> We're flying through the airport, and we get we get to our new, you know our other plane. And of course, everybody's getting ready to board, and you know they start boarding, and we all get on, and we're running a little late, but finally they start to pull out, and they are pulling on the runway, and then something happens, and then they pull back in, and they're like, yeah, you know, um, there's an issue. Something got tangled into the front of the plane. We can't get it out. We're gonna ask the first like 15 passengers to get off the plane to lighten up the to lighten up the load on the nose of the plane. On the strut. Yeah, and of course John and I are within that first 15 passenger like threshold. Wow. So so we we you know they start getting off and not everybody's getting off. Um, you know people are like trying to pick up their stuff and it's really weird. But I'm the one of the ones that get off. John is left behind because by this time he's drunk off his ass. He's trying to find his phone. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently me getting off the plane was was enough because I get off the plane and they were able to fix everything. <laughs> and they're like, "Sir, you can, you can come back on now." It's called the Van Johnson effect. Oh, so it's, uh... I'm like, yeah. I'll fill over. And, it, and it's like it, it, it was funny because it's like they were tempting us off the plane. With snacks, <laughs> like, like you, 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 you come to the, the the door like you're leaving the plane, and there's a tray of snacks there, and there's a guy like, "Come on, we have, we have, you can come here and have some crackers." I'm like, "Are you okay. are you sure it was really the first fifteen people, or that was just the most polite way to get you off the plane?" Yeah, no, I think I was the fifteenth, and they're like right there to that guy that, right there, yeah, the big guy. Just, just really, just get him off the plane, and we'll be good. How many people are in front of him? That's how many need to get off. <laughs> Oh man! So I, I come back, and, and I thought I thought they were joking. Like li- literally, I get off the plane, and it's like two minutes. Yeah, a handful of people got off the plane. And I realized I left my phone in the seat, so I headed back in. Right as the the pilot said, 
oh, everything's fixed. So I just sat down and just, just waited. <laughs> so, so it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's fixed. And I walk back in just, just to sit in the chair. I'm like, shut up. Eric's got Don't his, say a word. Eric's got his cheeks packed with cheese and crackers like a, like a chipmunk. <laughs> Like a chipmunk. I got got shit coming out of my shirt, you know, like, (laughs) they said I could have all I wanted. (laughs) One of the the wheels for the snack tray is hidden in his pocket. (laughs) Oh, man. Always, always fun. Always fun traveling. Jeez. We're recording, had to record early tonight. One, because we're East Coast, and two, our flight tomorrow morning is bright and early, so... Yeah, what time are you flying out? The flight leaves at 8, so we're going to have to leave the hotel around 6. Um, it's going to be miserable. So, it looks like we have we have a couple of people listening to us. I got, yeah, let's see who's this. Jishu in Discord. He says he, he has a fun fact. Discord asked me to click a gazillion captures. <laughs> Pigs before letting me in. <laughs> Apparently, I can't watch YouTube and Discord at the same time no. on the iPad. Horseshit! That <laughs> was, woo. Yeah, man, Matt says it's still snowing up in the Toronto area there. Yeah. The, the whole capture thing was, it was complaining about the, the network. I don't know if it, huh. if something was blocked or just having too many people on the network. Mm. It was weird. Yeah. We recorded a PHP podcast today as well. That was cool because we actually got to record with Oscar, the uh, editor-in-chief of PHP Architect. That's nice. So that, that was uh, fun. Did, so did you use his setup? Because it took you guys half an hour to get your laptop working for this session. No, we pretty much used the same setup. <laughs> we, 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 we got all extravagant. Like, like John brought his mic out and... We had this idea of hooking up all the mics and using um, Audio Hijack to manage everything. And, you know, end of day, none, none of it worked out. <laughs> end of day, it was the four of us in a big room with one mic. And so a lot it was of very, echoing. very echoey. Yeah. Just like it probably is right now. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, oh, so if you listened to last week's show and you noticed the bad audio, that's what I was talking about earlier. I did a quick little dirty edit to that where I just downloaded basically the YouTube stream. Mm-hmm. And uh, I edited the the audio out of that, so so sorry, sorry for everybody who has expected more from us. We'll we'll do better, but <laughs> Le- yeah, was, if you've expected it won't be this show, apparently, if you expected because, more from you know. us, lesson learned. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I missed last week. So, Frick Murs, yes, uh-huh. Frick Vanderhurten mm-hmm. posted a an interesting article on how PHP conferences can be improved. Did you guys see yeah, this? I heard, I haven't seen it, but I heard people talking about it. Yeah, actually, actually we're trying, I'm trying to, we, we are, it's weird the way that's happening. Cause we had already agreed that that was going to be the next topic on the next letter chat live that we had. Uh, because, you know, we're working on uh, putting together wave PHP 2019. And, uh, you know, I was curious about some of the, pros and cons and things that people are looking for in conferences, both from speakers and attendees. And, and I think we had like a good panel for that with, on Larry Chat Live. But, uh, but then, then literally this week, uh, that article came out and now a lot more people are talking about it. So I'm curious. 
I didn't read the whole thing. Anything special about it? Or well, it's a lot of very bold declarations. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first one is shorten the shorten the talk length. I thought that one was weird. Uh, and somebody else. Oh, you know, we ran into J Mac here um, at uh, PHP World. He he kind of had the same opinion of uh, seeing uh, twenty thirty minute talks. Well, he he specifically said like. 35. 35? 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. I kind of I I like it. Really? I, what, what do you... What can, I, See, my, my big thing is so many speakers come up short anyway. On a 50-minute talk, they're often ending at 30 minutes. Or, or they, they're adding filler just to get to that, that hour mark. So, so if, if you had a 30-minute talk, right? I mean, you would need to wrap it up in 20 if you wanted to take questions. Well, that's oh, one of his last points as well, is don't do Q&A. Don't do Q&A? Don't do Q&A. That's, that's one of his other suggestions. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I can see some points to that, but there's often times where you, you do learn through that Q&A process. Absolutely. But there's also plenty of times where speakers like, does anyone have any questions? Please? Please ask me a question? <laughs> it's awfully quiet up here. I need a question. I see that a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then you get nice people in the audience that ask questions just to ask a question. I don't know. I think 30 minutes, 30 minutes just seems so short. Like, Well, what he says here is that by clipping out the, the Q&A, 30 minutes is really 40 minutes. And that when he gives talks at conferences, he usually says, if you have questions, meet up with me in front of the stage. I'll be hanging out for a few minutes. Ask me anything you want. Uh, we'll we'll have a little group of people talking, and those well, will be the all, people that are all interested. That's fine and dandy to, to say that you're approachable, but for people who are sitting in the audience, and somebody asks a question, and it's like, oh yeah, that's a, that's that's a good question. How do you do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that. And, and what what's the purpose? Just to get more speakers? Well, he says that. He believes most of the people who stay for the Q&A session aren't actually interested in the Q&A questions. They're just staying out of a politeness to the presenter, that the, the talk really isn't over until the Q&A is finished. Um, mm -hmm. And that for things to move more fluidly, it's easier to have a, a room aside for Q&A or to have people come up to you during the conference individually or and, now, or I, as a group I, afterwards. I am a fan. I am a fan. I've seen a few speakers do this, and I think I try to do it as well. But I don't know how successful I am. I am a fan of speakers who wrap up their talk, who you know show here's all the slides here, everybody applause, they think you know thanks for the talk, and then say you know are there any questions or do you, do you want to stick around for questions? Otherwise, you're welcome to leave. I, I have seen that before. But I don't know. Yeah, I like Matt's idea of having a mixture. Yeah. yeah. Now, a lot of this ties into other points that he makes, such as having a master of ceremonies, having somebody guiding the single track that he recommends. I was going to say, that, that's, that's, also, that's also, if you buy into his, it should all be a single track, too. Yeah. Although, I mean, at Wave PHP, there are two of you. And two tracks. Yeah. You could have and, an MC and I will per room. Say, I will say, I mean, initially that was my favorite part of Laracon was it was a single track. But I have 
I, I'm starting to grow out of that a little bit. I mean, I do like the fact that there isn't a debate on what talk you're going to see. You know, you if you you get a spot, you sit in that spot, and that becomes your spot for for the for the conference. But I don't know. I, I I've noticed the last couple of Laracons specifically because that's actually the only single track conference I go to. There's just been too many big gaps of talks of I'm just not interested in that. That doesn't. That's not. That's not something that appeals to me. And I don't know. It's just it, there's a lack of uh, choice. And well, that that goes back to the half hour talks. I mean, if there's a talk you're not interested in, at least it's only a half an hour. Mm. Uh, you keep trying to sell me on it. I'm not. I'm not there yet. Uh, Matt Lance is on board here too. Uh, Matt I, doesn't know shit. Don't <laughs> don't listen to Matt. Jesus Christ. He's just happy that he, he's not completely drunk off his ass trying to listen to this one live. No, we love Matt. More than uh, you <laughs> Matt, I'm Matt, good. do you you wanna give away you wanna give away the big secret? We'll, we'll oh. let Matt give away the big secret if he wants. Matt He's Matt, typing. Matt he is typing. Da, 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 da. This is why you wanna be in Discord, listeners. If you're listening to the show, this is why you wanna be in Discord. No. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna give it away today. You can if you want to give it away, you can give it away. But we're not giving it away. I don't know what the hell you're talking about now. This is so you're adding give it away, give it away, give it away. Adding a third <laughs> secret away, that you're away, keeping from me. Oh, just spill the beans already. No, wait ne- next week. Something something Australia. Oh, that's right. We're not talking. We're not we're not uh, we're not recording next week, are we? It's Turkey no. Day. Yeah, we we can't record on Turkey Day. Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait two weeks then. I mean, Matt, I would. Matt, Matt has Matt has spoken, so he he is. He says he he he's only going to spill the beans if he was on the show, and we have too high of standard to let that happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have to wait two weeks now. But uh, you're so mean. I am mean. Yeah, that's why I do things the way I do. That's why I'm so good at things. And this is this is sober. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> he, he did say he wanted to go get a beer before we started recording. I'm like, no, don't drink. But it, like I said, super excited about it. I think it's going to be a huge game changer for, for Diego Dev. So that's all, that's all I'm putting out there. I'm what? just putting that what? out there. I hate you yeah. guys. <laughs> It'll be huge. It's huge. Oh, my goodness. What else? Is there any, P- is there any PHP doing? news this week? Well, I, I, need you, I need you to explain something to me, Thomas. Or maybe John can. Can somebody explain to me what's going on with Facebook and the conspiracy around whatever they're covering up? I have not heard this at all. What are you talking about? Thomas, <laughs> you've got to be plugged into this. <laughs> Why, just because it's doom and gloom? Yeah. Okay, so the story is... <laughs> <laughs> like, Tell me you're not. <laughs> uh... The, the link that you have shared here is more inflammatory than I've seen. Okay. Um, but that's boing boing. Boing boing is generally very mm, uh, on the far end of left. Okay. Um, that's fair. But it was recently found out that Facebook had dropped a PR firm uh, this week or last week that was doing sort of undermining and subterfuge type PR creating conflict rather than unifying the platform. Uh, the headline from Boing Boing is Facebook hired GOP oppo firm to smear protesters by linking them to George Soros. 
an anti-Semitic trope, New York Times. Uh, and the actual New York Times story isn't as inflammatory. Um, the actual headline that they're, of the story they're referencing is Delay, Deny, and Deflect How Facebook's Leaders Fought Through Crisis. So clearly they didn't think that leading with uh, weird George Soros racism was the key. But right now Zuckerberg is sort of giving the finger to anyone not in the U.S. who wants to talk to him about Facebook's activity. Uh, a bunch of people in the EU want him to testify and give information about nefarious behaviors of Facebook. And he just said he's not going to show up. Uh <laughs> Like, no thanks, guys. Which, to be fair, we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't either. If somebody were like, listen, we want to investigate you criminally, can you come fly over to England? I'd be like, no, I just don't have the time. Sorry. <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of digging into the way Facebook has designed itself to facilitate communication and then destroy communication so that it can sell advertisements. Uh, and that the platform, I mean, it's becoming more and more obvious that platforms like Facebook are very negatively affecting people, uh, mm -hmm. but we can't get ourselves away from them. And these are corporations that don't adhere to any kind of moral standard with our data or with uh, attracting attention and users and activity. Mm. And sort of the, the natural repercussions have shown themselves, which is, yeah... Like, there's not a lot of consequences, and the stuff they're doing is pretty horrifying. So, I mean, what's the expectation? Like, what what, what do people think are going to come is going to come out of this? I, I don't, like, people are just going to stop using Facebook, or no? Yeah, I, I don't. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm following the story enough where I'm getting my head around it, but I'm definitely not. Yeah, yeah. I at the but really, um, it's going to affect the stock prices a little, but. People are using Facebook because they want to use Facebook. They don't care about the problems that are inherent in the system. And there's, you're not going to stop them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you could say that, that Mark Zuckerberg is kidnapping the firstborn children of most Facebook users. And as people are... People are going to go to Facebook and see if their kid was kidnapped. Right. Um, so... <laughs> or they'll just reply, nope, mine's safe. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and there's there's other concerns too. Uh, stuff like the California wildfire that's going on right now. You know, Facebook has a flag yourself as safe feature, mm -hmm. but I mean that's a feature that they're monetizing. So like, mm. in in the provision of a public service, they're acquiring monetizable data. Is is that morally wrong? I I don't know. I mean, we're we're at the point now especially with companies like Facebook or these big data firms where the cyberpunk dystopia of, yeah, we're already in the apocalypse, we just don't notice it, is becoming more and more true. You know, one, mm -hmm. of, one of the yeah. big tropes for cyberpunk is that corporations essentially took over control of what we would consider public interests, public enterprises, um, like police forces and hospitals and ambulances. Uh, and the reality is that... Yeah, Kim Kardashian did have a private firefighting force at her house that she was paying to keep her house safe, but her neighbors didn't. And Facebook is providing these public awareness services for if people are okay. They're doing Amber Alert-style things, but they're monetizing the whole system as well. So we're, we're in that 
weird dystopia that the 80s said was going to happen and no one believed. And we just can't mm-hmm. see it anymore. So when you said they're monetizing that feature, do you just mean they're monetizing Facebook and that feature happens to be on Facebook? It's they're, they're taking data and that data goes into the giant pool of all of the data that they use to provide analytics to do advertising. It's just part of the big data monster. You know, there there isn't a target people who are replied safe ad campaign yet, but when the private firefighting service wants to advertise to people on Facebook, then targeting people who mark themselves safe during the California fires would be a natural advertising strategy. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing stopping them from doing that. Guess what we had happen today? And John witnessed it. Bad gas? We talked last week, or the week before, I think it was the week before, because you were on the show, right, John, where we talked about Tomular? Yes. So we talked about, uh, I forget who it was, but somebody in our Discord channel had recommended taking a look at Tomular, and I ended up uh, ended up look, looking it up. I mean, I did a Google search for Tomular, I found Tomular, I, uh, I went ahead and purchased it, and I, I, I believe I was pretty open about this. Uh, talked about it on the show. Talked about it on the show. Pick, picked him up as product, a sponsor. Uh, got the product in, right? Um, I haven't. I, I, I obviously don't have it here to show you, but you know, I've been using it for a little while. And today, uh, it was today, right? Yeah. Today, an ad popped up on my Facebook feed. That, was it Facebook or Twitter? It was Facebook. Was it? Yeah, it was Facebook feed to purchase a timeular about timeular. And I, ch- I showed John I'm like. How the hell? How the hell is this happening right now? Yeah, it's creepy, man. It, it is creepy. I, I, I'm gonna hand it to you. I mean, it's, it's happened to me a few times now, where it's like, wait a second. I, I, I never, I never mentioned that anywhere on time tracking. I never even talk about work on my Facebook feed. Um, uh, yeah, that yeah. was weird. Uh, super weird. Super, super. Weird. That's why I don't Facebook. Well, yeah. I just I just took a look at a service called Push Crew. Do you have you guys ever heard of this? What is, what is Push Crew? So when you get the little drop down that says, "Do you want to allow this website to push notifications to the browser?" Yeah, set sets up a persistent connection that right. that's doesn't matter what page you're on or if you have the page open, you can be sent a message from that domain now. Right. Um. And this app, Push Crew, when you set up campaigns, they give you recommended campaigns. Like, if somebody leaves the... If somebody abandons a cart, you can push them a notification that says, Hey, you abandoned your cart. Do you want to continue shopping? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also push cross-selling. Uh, so wh- wh- why did you sign up for this? Well, because I implemented it. You're part of the problem. You know that, right? Yes. And I and I make that clear when I implemented it that I was displeased, but, but it's marketing. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, that's a hard one. It it is marketing, but it's a little it's a little invasive. But I had to give you permission to send me push notifications, right? Yes. You can send you can send push notifications when I'm not on the site. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a persistent works. system. It's like a notification to your phone. It also works on phones. But, but, but again, I mean, I think a shopping cart is an example of one. Like, you forget you forget you have stuff in the shopping cart. You move on. You you close the tab or you, you know, I don't know. I mean, 
there, there's use cases for it. Yes, it can be perceived as evasive or not evasive. But I want to know invasive. how many people are giving you permission to push to their <laughs> browser. Yeah. I mean, seriously, <laughs> specifically you, Thomas. I don't. I, mean, I don't have that specific information directly <laughs> in front of me on the dashboard. <laughs> and why? Why are they giving you that permission? Jeez. That's a lot of people. Wow. Weird. Well. So hey, before we go. You, that's because people click on yes for everything. You have but I do have a... There is a point to this, is that okay. you can disable even being asked for notification permission. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it's a Chrome flag, and it's in the it's in the privacy settings of Chrome. So if you go into Chrome, settings, privacy, you're actually able to turn off the requesting notifica- requesting permission for... Uh, location services and for notifications, mm-hmm. but the the weird part about it is that the on state. So it's a, it's a sliding toggle. It's an on or off toggle. When turned on, the text that follows is always ask permission. Right. Isn't that what it does now, though? Right. That's the default state. Is always ask permission. Okay. So you would. What would you think would happen by toggling that to off? My, I when I went to go set it for myself, I thought toggling it off would always allow permission. What? Why? Because that's the way it was worded, and and I wasn't the only one too. Several people I was talking to at the time thought, "Oh, that's weird. That the text is, seems intentionally deceiving." Mm. But okay, so I thought you said you had a point, but that wasn't really a point. So I'm moving on. Hey, <laughs> uh, Discord channel. How do you guys like the new uh, artwork for uh, PHP Ugly? Oh, that's right. Um, we're on a little bit of a delay, so we'll take them. What do you think about it, Thomas? Uh-huh. What do you think about the new artwork? Yep. How do you feel about you the new really artwork, Thomas? Like Seriously? What don't you like about it? Come on. You don't like it? It's okay I, not to like it. Just... I look like a beard with a face. You're you're the best representation. You look more real I know. life than... John looks like some Asian guy. And, and, you know... What's wrong with that? I am. You are. You look, Eric, you look like one of those... Eric looks like he knows I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think, at, by this point, we all know this, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it's shorts. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you, look, you look really concerned. I mean, like, like my dick is actually out or something. <laughs> so... For the listeners of the show, um, I had a, a friend of mine who, uh, he, he used to work for, uh, well, he used to work for PlayStation, um, and then he worked for Cartoon Network for a long time. Uh, he's a super talented artist, and I had reached out to him, I'm like, hey, you know, would you mind, would you think about doing this for me? And and like I said, he, he's a super good friend of mine, so he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, you know, no problem. Of course, he remembers me a little younger, a little less hairier, so he... He drew me as the bald-headed guy that he remembers, but um, but Thomas, I mean, you know, I thought he nailed Thomas, and I thought he did a great job on on John. But what was what was really funny is that uh, I asked him to add something to Thomas, and uh, apparently Thomas didn't even notice it at first until I talked. Oh to him no, I noticed him. it. Oh, did you? I just didn't mention it. <laughs> And he's like, he, you know, I, I told him, like, hey, can you have Thomas say, you know, don't trust your microwave? And he he replied to me, he's like, 
I'm just making sure I understand the phrase correctly. Don't trust your microwave. Yeah, don't. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I don't understand. I'm like, don't worry about it. You don't need to understand. <laughs> so I was very happy you put that in there. John's John's picture looks like he runs uh, a window cleaning service that works for free as long as you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go. Uh, Mechanic? No, not mechanic. <laughs> I do look very concerned, don't I? Yeah. Like, <laughs> really concerned. <laughs> What's Thomas going to do to me? What's he going to say? It's bigger than yeah, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. So anyways, I thought, I thought he did had done a really good job. A couple people had suggested that we... We do a little JavaScript and, and make your quote change to different things. I thought that was good. Yeah, I was actually thinking that too. So I'd love, I'd love if we had multiple uh, pictures that we could cycle through. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I don't think listeners would appreciate that. So <laughs> we should have done that as we're talking about that. Shared the the screen. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to do a better job of. Uh, Yes, yes, you're in the screen, zooming in on it. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Because we have so many people watching us live. Yeah, we have. I think we have like four people watching oh, us right I'm now. I'm sure they went to the site. You know, we have five people. Oh, man, this is weird. We need to start recording earlier more often. Are you counting yeah, yourself? We've added we've added viewers. No, well, I closed John's laptop, so we're good. We've added viewers, man. We're expanding our, our viewer base. Yeah, it's creepy. I will say, if you do watch the YouTube stream, uh, subscribe to it. Because if we get to a certain number, we can do more things with the channel. So, I mean, we're way off. I think we have like... So you got to get to like 10,000? No, a th- you need the, the first level is 1,000. I think we're at like 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, be, we'll be there next week. Sweet. Matt, Matt says he's watching on three different devices at once. Come so. on, Matt. You, I know you got more devices than that. Come on. Just fire them all up. <laughs> now, remember, we were worried about our numbers dropping when uh, Simplecast did its statistics switchover thing. Yeah. I haven't really seen that. We're still... Lo- I don't think they... I don't think they've done it yet, though, because I thought the switchover was supposed to be part of a whole revamp of the interface, which I haven't seen happen yet. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> take, take the window yourselves there. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> like, no, we really have this many listeners. Damn it. Uh, we're, I'm sorry, We're approaching a, a, about 500 uh, listeners per episode, though. Yeah. That's oh, too cool. many. Never. But we only have seven that we care about. The seven that contribute to uh, the Patreon. <laughs> the rest Screw of you, those they quietly resent. listeners. Freeloaders. <laughs> I'm just kidding, 493 listeners. Uh, we, we love you all. Yeah, those first just... 120 episodes were just to test your faith. <laughs> now we know. Eight people are faithful. See, look, we have, we have, we have what Seb and Discord trolling for an apology from us for listening to all the episodes. Listen, we didn't force you to do it, man. No, and I've apologized Listen. several times for that. <laughs> I don't know how many times we can say we're sorry we record so much. <laughs> we got a really nice shout out from Gishu. 
who is a truck driver driving around the country listening to uh, our unfortunate podcast on the road. So it's really important that if you get into an accident that you turn off our podcast and put on somebody <laughs> else's podcast. We, we do not we want don't, to take responsibility yeah, to that. Do before, not want... Before, before emergency services gets, gets to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, we've been we contacted by an insurance agency. They said that we're a, a driving risk. It's it's not good. We get mentioned in uh, we get mentioned in PHP Architect this month as well. PHP Ugly did. Yeah, PHP Ugly got mentioned in PHP Architect. Really? Yeah. What? No, I'm serious. I'm, yeah, I'm, as I'm, part, I'm of, as part of an article. In what yeah. light? Like the top ten worst PHP podcasts. <laughs> these people bad practices and bad people at php who not who not to associate with on the internet <laughs> it was actually it was actually very good the, the title of the article was level up uh, leveling up or something like that yeah yeah and then it just talked about it's like you know there's some great php podcasts out there now and, and we were the one of the ones that they mentioned so i thought that was cool super cool that is you know it's i'm still intimidated now, by by people listening to us but uh it makes me feel like we should be talking about PHP development a little bit more, maybe. I, I was going to ask you, what was your favorite uh, presentation you went to here? That's, yeah, that's a great question. You know, I am a sucker for J-Mac, man. I love the way that guy talks. He did that uh, unit testing, or not unit testing, testing, just testing uh, talk. That was uh, really good. Um, you know what? We came in on uh, Joe uh, Ferguson's talk there near the end. That was really good. I, I, I now wish I had I'd seen that whole talk. Um, that was that was good. Uh, Sammy K. Powers the debug dance. Sammy, Sammy, man, Sammy K just kills it. The bug time. dance. The yeah. debug dance. Debug dance. He just went through using Xdebug and PHP Storm, and I mean, I did learn one new thing out of it. But just watching him present is always fun because yeah, he's charismatic and just a good speaker he, overall. Yeah, and he's so he's so knowledgeable too. It's it's it's. I, I like I, I, again a fan. I'm such a fan. That, that's part of my problem is I end up being such a fan of so many of the speakers here. People like Sammy K, J Mac. That is, it's yeah. The one that I liked a lot was "Immutability to Save an Ever Changing World" by Andrew Castle. Uh, you missed that one. He's the uh, organizer of DC PHP. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Right. But just I mean, it's things I know, but just the way he put it. Mm-hmm. about using immutable objects. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I yeah. should probably do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, there were some good there were some good talks. Did you did you learn anything about running too. a conference by attending this one? Cuz you're coming into this conference with a different perspective than the last time you attended a conference. This is your first really? after wave PHP. I, I I I mean, I definitely think I have more appreciation you, for Eli, Eli and Heather do such a great job putting on conferences. Yeah. I mean, They've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a lot of experience behind them, and now it's, I think it's their full-time job with One for All events. Mm-hmm. I think they said they do five conferences a year. I know they do Tech World. They have a, a gaming convention that they do, and I don't know what the other two are. There was another PHP. Oh, and Coder Cruise. Are they still doing that? I don't know. So they're like, they're constantly doing this. Yeah. Coder Cruise 2019. I, is, is it from all, all from one productions or whatever? That's called? a PHP architect. I know, I, that's a, he's yep. looking all at for one events. Yeah. All for one events LLC. Uh, they yeah. the yeah. last one they just wrapped up in September third. Yeah. Uh, 
and it looks like they're going to do it again. So we did take a little bit of a different approach, though, now that you mention that. We did take time to speak to sponsors while we're here. And, you know, start <laughs> That's thinking ahead. Start to, yeah, start to formulate and <laughs> say, hey, you know, keep us on your radar for next year. We're, we're coming back. We're, we're holding another, you know, we're holding Wave PHP. We left this in suspense last time. Oh, wait, did we? <laughs> were we not telling people? No, we just left it. We ended the pot last, the last Oh, that's right. That's suspense. Right. Well, I mean, how many suspense things are we going to have? We're going to wrap one Yeah, up you can eventually. only torture me no, so much before up, I start drinking. <laughs> it's so, it's the, that you didn't, like, lead into it. You're like, oh, yeah, we're doing uh, it again. Just, yeah, let's, you know. See, I was... I, just, I, I go straight into it, yeah. I was talking about it in, in an assumed way mm-hmm. so that I could trick you guys into well, leaking I tw- it. I... Tweeted about it on the way out. If you follow me on Twitter, you would have already known that I already posted a little, you know, scribble of, of John and I going through and planning Wave PHP 2019. Yeah. So it, it was out there. And I'm not but sure yeah, we, how I missed we talk, that. We talked to a lot of sponsors and just said, hey, you know, we're putting together our perspectives. Um, we'd like to make sure we're on your radar for 2019 because the issue we had this year was... So many sponsors are like, "Hey, we, we didn't know about you. Sorry, we've already allocated all of our all of our funds. Um, <laughs> like, you know, let us know if you do it next year." Yeah, like when you walk you past know? a homeless guy, you're like, oh, I, I don't have cash. I just I pretty much. A card, that, you know? that, that's what that's what I felt like. I felt like like John and I were like little beggars going from table to table. Can you give us money this next year for our conference too? We do a conference that's really nice. <laughs> it's so odd because you have Eli standing down the hall just looking at us. You know, he nice. knows what we're doing. Just like staring right. At him. <laughs> turn, 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 turn your head a little bit. Like, oh, I'm caught. John, is he still there? Is he still looking at me, John? Kind <laughs> of catching the poachers on the safari. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, once again, yeah, we're, Eric we're, has his cheeks stuffed full of cheese and crackers. <laughs> Just, hmm? yeah, it looks like it looks like uh, you know, Wave PHP as it stands right now is gonna gonna be happening. Um, John and I are, are you know, of course, doing things a little differently, but you know, we're tripling the price of tickets, tripling the price of tickets, and uh, requiring um, child labor to, to help uh, put yep. things together. But it yeah. should be fine. I, I, don't, I don't see any issues with we're, that. We're, you're required to stay at the host hotel. Yeah, no exceptions. Uh, we'll have hookers. We'll have, well, street walkers. Street walkers mainly, but yeah, no. Yeah. Well, what the hell's wrong with you? You that haven't been drinking. Oh. Totally sober. Yeah, John's gonna have a pre- preventative heart surgery. Gonna have a stint put in early. <laughs> John will just be sitting in the quiet room the entire time. What was I thinking? Wait, now why do I let him do this to me? We didn't talk about that because that sort of all came together at the conference. But there was a quiet room. There was a sort of a rest and relaxation decompression room at Wave PHP. Um, and I thought that was a really great idea, and I believe I heard a couple people took advantage of it and really enjoyed it. But that might have just been John. <laughs> yeah, we actually had two. We actually had two rooms, so I mean, again, it could have been used for anything. Um, but yeah, it, well, not it, not anything. It wasn't our There's idea, a code yeah. of conduct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and that's one of the things. Like when the conference is actually at the hotel where most of the people attending the conference stay there probably isn't that big of a need for it but it's it's one of those things you'd like to have and not use then not need then need and not have right 
So it was, you know, it was just kind of decided. It's like, yeah, you know, let's, let's go ahead and set this up. But, yeah, it was nice. We'll see how it goes next year. Yeah. That might be one of the things we cut out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think we're, you were wrong here. Late, man. You had You said we have seven. We have eight Patreons. Are you sure? I you, mm-hmm. Wow, well, then we have one more than I, I, I know of. We have Patreon Sean. <gasps> That's right. I forgot about that one. That one came in this week. Sean. Yeah, yeah. And I even I even messaged him on uh, Discord. My bad, Sean. Man, thank you, Thomas, for for coming through on me. Where is that? Where is that on Discord? And I believe Patreon Ryan is a new Patreon. Thank you very Wait, much. What about what about Matthewus Matthewus thirteen? Is that is that Sean? Yeah, that's Sean. That's Sean. Yes, I did message him this week. Asked if it was okay that we called him out and, and say thank you for sponsoring us on Patreon. Dude, I apologize for forgetting about you. That is totally on John. <laughs> this is what happens when I record sober. You know, my brain is just like, it's too foggy. Like, there's too many... I need it to relax. I need, uh, I need a... little, to... Yeah, a little Irish mind-clearing potion. Exactly. Man, I feel like a dork. Well, that's normal. That is pretty normal, actually. Alright, it's late. It's late. Look, look I, got, I got my eyes are red, and I've got to be on a plane at you know eight a.m. tomorrow morning. So, um, I mean, John and I, we got hours of snuggling to do. It's like, he—he he looks like he's just ready to fall asleep. I'm always <laughs> ready to fall asleep. What are you talking about? All right, man. I assume you got uh, you got uh, editing duties. Uh, yeah, I'm actually at He's a state. Got a super fast computer now. I'm at, yeah. yep. I'm in a state where I can actually go back to editing. So uh, expect a brand new episode to be released sometime around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Are you laughing at Discord? Thanks, Frontal. <laughs> yes, he is Frontal. Yes, he is. So Matt, Matt, Matt wants to know who the Discord. big spoon is. I'm just throwing this out there. Me, John. Me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. You guys have had we've got we've got we've got a disabled Discord moving forward. You've had we dinner can't, we together. Can't do this show with Discord. You've had huh? you've had dinner together this week, I assume. No, we Actually, haven't. We have not. Why? It's all about who gets the check. When you say that you're oh, John, John, John always pays. okay. So he's the big spoon. Yeah, I, I make it very clear that you know he pays yeah, every time. We should be we should be sure of that. Yeah. Yes, my my limited knowledge. Tells me that that, that would make him the big spoon. I'm cheap. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You're in- I- extraordinarily expensive. <laughs> All right. Okay, We're that's it. Up. Thank you, everybody. I'm Eric Perry Johnson. I'm John Johnson. I'm Tom Rideout. Keep, Keep it ugly. ugly. Thanks for listening to this episode of PHP Ugly, and thanks to our sponsor, the Diego Dev Group. If you're looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev Group at www.diegodev.com. Show notes can be found at www.phpugly.com. Follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at phpugly. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly off the PHP Ugly RSS feed. A rating of five stars on iTunes is appreciated. Submit articles to phpugly at reddit.com slash r slash phpugly. Until next week, keep it ugly.